What's going on? This is Matt Rinke, the founder of Illumination Wealth. I am very excited to have another episode and a great guest, my friend, Anna Crow. Anna is the founder and CEO of Crow PR, which is a very successful public relations and marketing strategy firm based in San Diego, offices in New York, and they work with clients all over the world. Uh, Anna is also a board member uh, and member of Entrepreneurs Organization in San Diego. She's an adjunct professor at, as well when it comes to marketing, and she recently dropped her first book. She is a jack of all trades, <laughs> and uh, we are super pumped to have her here. So Anna, welcome. Awesome. Thanks so much for that uh, introduction, Matt, and excited to be here. Yeah. Can you tell me you know, a little bit about knowing you're a you know, you're a, you have a PR firm that you run that you've been helping a lot of other companies and brands with. Who Tell us a little bit about your firm, your background, uh, so we know, have a little bit more context around the conversation today. Sure. Um, so as you said, I've got a public relations and marketing firm. So we specialize in helping brands get awareness, um, create credible reputations, and improve um, sales in general. And uh, we do that through traditional public relations efforts like media relations, as well as um, social media content creation and management, influence and marketing, thought leadership expositioning, um, as well as blogging. So a lot of different facets of what we do, but the, the main um, piece of it is really creating that credibility um, and growing brand awareness. Understood. And are there any specific like industries or types of clients that you work with, you know, whether it's yeah. you know, technology companies, who are your, who are your clients? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've got four verticals that we've honed in on uh, over the years, and um, those are consumer products brands. So anything that's consumer goods, right? Um, it could be an e-commerce brand, it could be a retailer brand, anything from apparel to whiskey to footwear uh, to backpacks, um, as well as emerging technology brands. Um, a lot of those are in the B2B space, uh, manufacturing, automotive, um, healthcare. Um, we also have hospitality, which includes hotels and restaurants and just overall travel brands. And the final one is professional services. So businesses like yours, as well as attorneys and, um, and others. So pretty wide range, uh, but that enables us to really have different types of campaigns because those industries are very different. They require a different type of campaign to speak to their customers. Um, and that keeps things for us very exciting, very interesting, and gives us a lot of opportunities to really grow um, awareness and growth. Understood. Yeah, I can imagine so. And so like right now, a lot has changed in the business world due to the COVID-19. It's impacting, you know, just about every industry and you work with a whole bunch of different industries in general. What are you kind of seeing within your client base and how they're managing, you know, through this? Are they continuing to market? Are people pulling back? Like what's kind of happening? Yeah, it's very interesting because of the variety of clients that we work with everyone's been impacted in a very different way. And we've had to really pivot strategies depending on the impact. Um, some such as hotels and restaurants have obviously hit very hard you know, with the closures and all the social distancing and the travel bans. That market has really gone very quiet from a um, business standpoint. But even with that, there's a lot of opportunity to continue engaging with customers. So we're you know, pivoted with those accounts a little bit by creating some uh, crisis comms plans, internal and external messaging, making sure they're communicating to their employees, to making sure they're communicating to future travelers, et cetera, and continue to have those conversations. Conversations are very different now, um, but they are still happening. Um, on the flip side, healthcare brands, consumer products, e-commerce brands are doing very differently, right? 
you know, there's everyone's online, everyone is on social media. So there's a lot of opportunity and sales are still continuing. They're different because client needs are different, but for the brands that we work with, because their product offerings are pretty wide, um, they're able to still capitalize on, you know, those, those products and sell to their customers. But we've had to tweak messages quite a bit for a lot of our brands. I mean, that's part of public relations, right? It's just, it's not just about building that reputation. Um, it's also about maintaining and protecting it. And so what we do mm. has to do a lot with messaging and the uh, and strategy and a lot of different um, thoughts go around what types of campaigns we can execute now and then how are we planning for the future? Yeah, I can understand like how companies, they might be having cash flow issues and they think like we got to cut it all off and go dark, but then they can alienate their clients for when and customers for when this thing, you know, slows down or when business can pick back up. And so it's probably really important not to just cut everything off. You got to have the right strategy, communicating with the right people, you know, throughout this. You know, exactly. Uh, exactly. The message may be, yeah, exactly. Uh, the message may be different, but there's always an opportunity to connect with that customer and to bring value. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. All businesses, we have to solve a problem and create some value. So that problem may be different course, um, depending on um, the company and, and the customer. But there's always an opportunity. You just have to be sensitive to what's happening in the world. And uh, so you can't be tone deaf, right? You've got to really understand and listen. Uh, but you have to continue engaging and connecting. It just might look differently now. There's also just a lot of opportunities because you know, I'm, I'm not a digital marketing person, but there's opportunities because costs for acquisition have decreased. Mm. There's opportunities um, through blogging and content creation. A lot of good brands are creating content right now because they want to continue the conversation. They want to connect and talk to their customers and they may not have a lot of different discretionary funds given what's happening with their business, but you've just got to figure out a way and a strategy to pivot and, um, and really continue embracing new customers. Yeah. And I think in a prior conversation that we had, you mentioned how some of the, maybe a, a pivot maybe, or a more amplification of something that companies were doing or just making, making customers and clients more aware of the public, more aware of, you know, social good and social causes that their companies may have already been involved in, but are helpful to, you know, promote now or even do more now during this time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We've had a, a lot of clients who have really put their philanthropic foot forward. They've always had philanthropy as one of their core pillars, but it's such a genuine pillar. Now in the time of need, they're coming forward even more. And that makes for a really great story. You know, they're not doing it for the story, but it is making a great story because it just shows your customers and potential customers and just the industry, you know, why are you in the business in the first place? What do you have to offer and what really is important to you? So, you know, we have clients that are um, supporting the hospitality industry by raising social awareness about the impact that's happening on that, um, let's say this, uh, on that industry. We've got other clients that are out there volunteering or delivering free food to healthcare workers. Mm. There's just a lot of good that's taking place. And that is such a great way to not just utilize your time if you are a little bit slower, but also to give back in the community where you live, work, and where your employees live and work. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think so much of that, as you said, it's like, it's already embedded in who they are, but, and they're just leaning into that even further during times like this. And uh, yeah. it's so cool to see. And it's great, great to, you know, 
see that and you know perhaps for you be a part of it and uh to share that and so uh that, that's fantastic and so i guess another question you know that i have regards your own business like you've grown you know very fast you've built a great strong business with a very tight-knit team and you have a great company culture as i know it you've got your headquarters which you call the crow's nest now everyone's working remotely anything internally that you are doing to help maintain that vibrant culture that you've created um well thank you for the kind words um yeah it's, it's definitely a process you know every week's a little bit different and we're learning new things and there's a lot of emotion out there in the world and the corporate environment with our clients, et cetera. So we've really tried to listen and, and, uh, and create a safe space for our team, but also find ways to motivate one another, find ways to encourage one another, take a lot of the things that we do in the office at the nest virtually. Right. So, um, obviously zoom, I don't know who's not on zoom. Everyone's on zoom. Fine. But are there different ways to meet different, uh, times of day, different one-on-ones? Absolutely. So we've tactically implemented more rhythm to our um, touch bases, right? We have a standing happy hour every Friday. And we've also taken our leadership training series um, into the virtual space. So this is a big uh, you know, point of differentiation, I suppose, but also just a big passion of mine to develop extraordinary leaders and to make sure we're offering tools for our team. You know, we're not a Fortune 500 multi-global sort of firm. Uh, we're a smaller firm but I want our team to have access to some of the best tools and to develop because growth is something that we're all passionate about and it's one of our core values. And so we now have these bi-weekly Grow With Crow series where we have um, our consultant come in and talk about productivity, talk about emotional intelligence, talk about resiliency, all the topics that are important always, but even so more so important today and have a space where we can have genuine transparent conversations but also have the right tools and mechanisms to move forward and be there for each other and more importantly also for our clients. You know, our clients depend on us more than ever right now. We're here to help them. A lot of marketing departments have been slashed, sadly. So, you know, we're here to say, okay, we'll do other stuff for whatever you need us to do. We're your partner and we want to help you. So maybe internal communications is not something we normally deal with, but guess what? We're going to help on with that and we're going to work on that. So we've got to show up for our clients. We've got to be in the right frame of mind and um, to do so and have the right sort of um, atmosphere around one another and support one another for, for that reason and just for, you know, just for getting through this whole thing together. Yeah, wow. No, that's, that's awesome. And so I think you guys are increasing your rhythm and your communication style so you can be more productive. You're also having different conversations with your you know, existing clients. Are you changing the pace at which you're connecting with clients during this and staying in you know, communication with them as well? Yes. Yeah, so some of our clients, we have weekly touch bases. Some are monthly, some are biweekly. Really just depends on the team and the industry and what's going on. We are um, scheduling a lot more Zooms now with clients, whereas in the past, we'd have quarterly in-person meetings um, or sometimes bi-monthly in-person meetings, depending again on the client and, and the proximity. Uh, we definitely wanna make sure we're seeing our clients too because we realize a lot of them are at home as well. And so it's a really different connection when you are face-to-face, -face. Um, obviously very different than in-person as well. So we're changing that up a little bit. Um, uh, we've also just taken a more human approach, I think at this time. Um, I don't know what we did before gifts or gifs or whatever you want to call them, but those are permeating through our culture. I was joking that I may need to have a gif intervention because I don't think I can say <laughs> that one. 
moving forward. Oh, um, we just switched to Microsoft Teams from Skype, and I just learned this morning that you can do GIFs on there. It's a game changer. <laughs> there we go. So there's, you know, there's different ways to put humanity and fun into everything, and um, and right now is just such a great way to connect with people because people. I don't want to say people have more time because people are working, but the same sense, it has slowed down for a lot of people on some level, right? Maybe the work is intense and it's busy, but they're finding more time because they're not commuting or they're finding their time because, you know, their kids are at home and they've got to be more present. So there's definitely a shift. And I think with that comes the, the need and the want for human connection and interaction. So the more we can do the more it seals the relationship, I think, and, and makes for a strong, genuine um, yeah, connection. Absolutely. And so, you know, another thing that I was thinking about is, you know, with people scaling, you know, perhaps back their, their spend or their marketing spend or their PR spend, are there, you know, in times like this, it seems like the news is all about the same thing over and over and over again, about the virus, about the virus. Are there anything, is there any, I would say, kind of high impact, PR strategies for, you know, call it the professional services firms, the, the attorneys, the, you know, the accounting firms that you work with that they should be considering now during times like this? Yes. You know, right now, um, people are listening. People are reading the news online. People are in social media. So the space is there, right? It's just figuring out what can we say that's going to be valuable to our customers and other people. So with the content creation I mentioned, it's just a great opportunity to talk about the things that truly matter. And a lot of our reporters that we work with, they're not focused so much on um, COVID now as they were three weeks ago or weeks ago. Right. See, there are the breaking news reporters that that's their whole beat and that's what they're working on. But there are reporters that really want to talk about aspirational things. They want to get over past this. And so there's definitely a room and opportunity for it. I mean, some of our clients have seen a lot of success in the last four weeks with getting their voice out and they're getting their brand out. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity. And I would say you just have to look at your marketing budget or what's left of it if it did get impacted. And figure out the right way to, um, you know, to, to spend it. Uh, and, and I think right now it's all about genuine connections and PR plays a really strong part in that. And social media, you know, making sure you're being... Um, uh, sensitive but you're also communicating because social is just like your dynamic website you know you can connect you can engage you can talk to people and provide information and then you can utilize you know the relationships you've got with media to get your message out to a, even a broader audience through credible sources yeah and so i think that's one of the things i think find interesting now is you know finding the reporters finding the journalists that you know want interesting stories or you have a different angle or a point of view that you know, mm -hmm. can see through some of the other traditional language or the, the old ways of thinking and so uh, exactly. yeah there's always there's always a, a market or a you know a place to find us with, with, with somebody like you so uh, on their team and so you also you wrote a book uh, you published your first book can you tell us a little bit about what that is about sure um, the book is called get real the power of genuine no i'm always forgetting the sub to my book <laughs> um but it's about it's around authenticity so it's about creating authentic connections uh it's about finding what's right for you whether professionally personally and then a lot of it is about building a transparent culture 
and authentic brands. So the whole topic is around um, these authentic connections that we make as humans and as leaders and as organizations and brands and the reason why they're important and how to cultivate those genuine habits to uh, maximize not just your, your livelihood, but you know, success and, um, and be happiest, honestly. Does every employee that uh, shows up at your team have to read the book before, as, as they start? <laughs> it's not a prerequisite, but there is a multiple choice. <laughs> second day, so it's really just up to them. <laughs> yeah, I got understood. So last question. Uh, if I were to have told you last year that what the world would be going through now, would there be anything that you have done in your business finances or personal finances to help manage through this and also in the way that you want to just be going forward? Yeah, I think if I learned one thing from this um, crisis or pandemic or whatever you want to call it is uh, diversification. You know, my business was fortunately diversified enough where once some industries got hit harder and, and had to scale back at some efforts and other industries saw a huge opportunity and we've scaled up efforts. So it, it's been really helpful, um, obviously. Um, and the same thing is with diversification of services. I think if we were just focused on one, we'd have more a challenge, but we've got expertise in various things, you know, you, blogging and social media and influencer marketing and then public relations, you know, newsletters, there's things that we can do to help clients at this time. So it was great that we had that knowledge and expertise already because we've had to shift some campaigns and, um, and then we've been able to do that successfully and quickly and, and pivot quickly. And I think that goes back to the personal life as well, and personal financial life. It's just, you know, making sure, number one, cash is king. They say that true. That is true for both business and personal. You've got to have cash uh, to get you through these times. Uh, and secondly, also diversifying. So making sure you've got um, finances in different pockets, making sure that you are monitoring them. You know, if we had this conversation, gosh, three, four, five years ago, I'd be in a very different financial state because I wasn't really focused on diversification or where to put my money or what to do with it. And when you really focus and, and think about that, when you think about cash and, and waste, what to do with your cash, it's really powerful. Um, so I think that's a great, great lesson learned and just something to be mindful of moving forward. Yeah, and with, without those things, without that intentionality or planning to go into those different business lines, to have multiple streams of income, to have reserves, you know, you wouldn't be in a position to help the clients that need you so badly now to help maintain their businesses and maintain their reputations and to help them grow through this and, and uh, you know, have that stability through this. So yeah, very good. Very cool shares. I appreciate it. I appreciate having you. Uh, where can those people listening find out more about you, about Crow PR and uh, so they can be in touch? Uh, well, our website is just crowpr.com and that's C-R-O-W-E-P-R.com. And then I always welcome LinkedIn connections, just Anna Crow. Um, on LinkedIn and uh, all of our Instagram and um, Twitter and Facebook handles are just at, at uh, Crow PR. So pretty easy, as long as you know to put the E in there. <laughs> awesome, well, for those of you listening, we appreciate it, hope you took some nuggets from this that you can implement in your lives and your business and uh, get in touch with Anna, her and her team are fantastic. So thanks for being here. Thanks, Matt, appreciate it.